Welcome back to another episode of NFT Catcher Podcast. We'd like to remind everybody that nothing on the show is meant as financial advice, and to please do your own research. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Now the subject is NFT. They're known as non-fungible tokens, or NFT. NFTs are floating in popularity. This is a technology that will forever change the way people interact. So it is happening whether you understand it and like it or not. This phenomenon is moving the digital You have now joined Jenny from the blockchain and Michael Keane on the NFT Catcher Podcast. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the NFT Catcher Podcast with me, Jenny from the Blockchain, and my co-host, Michael Keane. Today, we are interviewing Henry. You might also know him as Star Lordy, and he is the CEO of OniForce. And we also have another guest with us. We have Yulitra, who is a moderator for OniForce and also a huge supporter and listener of the podcast. And we both, Michael and I have both met her in person and she's awesome. So yeah, we were like, we have to bring her on to this episode. <laughs> but welcome to the show, you guys. Welcome in. Hey, what's up? So um, excited to be here. Yes. Thank you. That you. was such a warm intro. Awesome. <laughs> she's the best. She's the best. <laughs> there we go. Okay. You're so too kind. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're pumped to, to dive into, you know what, there's so much we have to talk about, really. Yeah. There is so much history with Oni Force, and I, I want to get into that, but I want to actually, both of you, since you're both on here, I want to find out how you both got into the NFT space. Um, if you can just kind of start out telling us what got you in to the Web3 world. Ladies first? Are you going to go first? Ladies first, yes. <laughs> Okay. Honestly, my partner got me in. He bought a world of women NFT. It was like 2021, like August-ish. And I was laughing at him for like spending as much as he did on a freaking JPEG. <laughs> and then when they started becoming trending and like the fresh start and it was going up and it was literally like within like a week, I was just like, maybe there's something here. And I got into it and I bought my first one, which one, which was a long necky lady. And I did sell her, but I'm always eyeing her trying to get her back. Shout out Nyla. <laughs> yeah, she's great. Yep. <laughs> Huge fan. And just kind of been in it ever since. I started becoming really active around the time that actually Henry joined Oni last February-ish. So we'll transition to him here. Main focus. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, first of all, I want to say thanks to Yuli for putting this together because she is definitely an amazing person and uh, we're very lucky to have her on the team. So the way I, I discovered NFTs via Clubhouse in 2021, like a lot of people, uh, probably like February, March of 2021. When I first looked into it, learned how smart contracts work. Actually, it's not, a I guess, a super glamorous reason, but I just, I realized like actually the technology was something that as an artist, you know, I think I'd been waiting for all my life and I felt like it was actually the technology of the revolution. You know, I think especially digital artists forever have not been protected or valued or rewarded. And then there was something about digital artists that there was like in society, it was always like expected for them to just be poor and like kind of get like the crumbs of any kind of benefit for artists. And so when I realized that smart contracts could actually protect people that artists in particular 
that made me go all in. Oh, well, at least in terms of in the concept. And then, uh, you know, I have a commercial production company and we were just coming out of the pandemic. So a lot of work was coming in. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll get back to this in like six months or something when I'm ready. And then I came back like five or six months later and the whole thing had exploded, you know, like my friends that I was on clubhouse with, like, I was like, wait, you're rich now. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> like, you know, like the whole space is just, you know, I could like, you know, everybody has their stories of the things they missed and stuff, but like, I, I would have minted apes and maybe, maybe even other like big projects before, but I missed the boat. And, uh, and then at that point I was like, okay, like this is a, you're either you're in or you're out industry. So I'm in, and I just kind of changed my whole life. And I gave up what I call my past life, um, to be in web three and, and be in NFTs. So you, you were not at Oni from the beginning, right? Because they launched in August of 21. So I was around um, right around the launch, but as a friend, like I actually, Mm -hmm. first I saw the art and I was like, whoa, I was like, it actually was literally my first PFP project that I realized, like, I love the art and I realized like art could actually be good for these PFP projects. Because to be honest, Mm -hmm. up to that point, I wasn't impressed with the art. And so impressed with the apes art. You know, I am now actually in the yeah. beginning. In the beginning, I wasn't. The price sure. makes it look, you know, more attractive. It, right? Always, <laughs> always. Well, you know, actually, I think as an art appreciator, when I went back to look at the the uh, board apes, I realized like there is there is an iconic element to them, regardless of the the price point. I think obviously the price point helps solidify it, but like if you do stack them up against other PFP projects, there's something about the art that is actually iconic that like. They did thoughtfully design because even like the way you could draw apes, you could do like a hundred different renditions and styles. And and like I really study art and like I realized like it is actually iconic. Like, but Oni Force was the one where I thought it's like high quality art, where it's like clearly like anybody who looks at it, it's like, oh, this is like kind of a different level. And so I fell in love with it. And but by the time I really discovered it, it was like already like seven ETH or something. So I was like, okay, like too rich for my blood. But I happened to meet some of the founders. Um, so I was like, you know, just hanging out with them, partying, like, you know, like um meeting them at events and just um little known fact, I actually produced their video for Comic-Con when they went to San Diego. Like I'm the one that actually like sent somebody to go film it. And so I was like supporting from afar, you know, just because I love the art and and thought it was a really cool like project. And then around late January, when I was having lunch with some of the team, I hadn't really known the drama, to be honest. Like I because I wasn't really in their Discord. And so it wasn't until my friend who actually shout out Joe who collected them and showed me to them in the beginning when I asked him, I was like, Oh, how's Oni Force doing? And he was like, uh. he was like, I sold mine. And I was like, Oh, I was like, Oh, okay. It's not Joe, it's not Joe Bradley, is it? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Okay. My boy, Joe. Marks, he's, but, uh, he's come up before on the podcast. That's why oh, I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he was also, he was also on clubhouse, had Oni Force. So oh, right, right, right. No, this is actually one of my friends from literally from like middle school who happened to get into NFTs before me, you know? And and so, so when I heard there was rumblings of trouble when I was having lunch, I was like, Hey, if you guys need help, let me know. In my mind, I was going to just be like a volunteer on the weekends or something and just like do some marketing help or whatever they needed. And then, and then my boy, William Tong, like kind of pulled me to the side the next day and was like, Hey, uh, can you actually just be the project manager? And I was like, 
what? I was like, like, okay, like that's quite a promotion already. And, you know, like it was definitely like, I love the art already. I was such a fanboy. And then it still had a great reputation as original blue chip. So career wise, it was obviously a great opportunity as well. Although it was definitely a challenge because when I went in the discord and saw that it was completely on fire and like incredibly toxic at that time, I was like, it's definitely not going to be easy. You know, like if there is a downside that if I take this job and I fail, then it would it might sink my career before it even starts, you know, but I think the main thing is when I was in the discord, I saw that actually even the most angry person there never doubted or faded the actual quality of the art or the IP or the brand like value. And that's what gave me confidence. I was like, they're just angry because they watched their asset go from seven to point two, right? Like everybody would be super angry at that. And, and there was a lack of transparency, all the stuff that led to that. And so I felt very confident after talking with hired who was the uh, community manager I brought in, but really he was actually my partner. And, and I would have asked for him to be co-project manager but they wouldn't allow that so i was like, okay you're just gonna have to be community manager but he was really like kind of my secret weapon and he, when he looked at it and felt similarly that we could we could rehabilitate it that yeah we jumped in cool let's go back oh go ahead jen you're good and then no, I'll, i was I'll just gonna say how did you go from that to then being ceo oh <laughs> <laughs> it was a very long period of painful Game of Thrones. It was like, it was insane. I I definitely don't want to go too crazy into it because it's definitely not about like the drama, but it was like what happened was um, they, I mean, this is how, how backwards we were is that they, the founders launched the project and did all that they did without even having incorporated. So there was a point where it was like, oh, like if you guys want to sell this company, you kind of need an entity to like be able to sell it and stuff, which they had already like started that pro or tried to start that process before I came in. And so basically what happened was at one point, like I think in May or something, I had diagnosed the sentiment in the space and I told them, you guys have to sell. <laughs> like, you know, they were already planning on it, but as like, if there was ever doubt, like you guys have to sell. And by the way, I think I should be the one to lead that. And because I was already doing the CEO's job, even without the title, right? And so I was like, since you have to incorporate, why don't you just give me the title and then I'll help you guys get the acquisition done. And then there was a long process that eventually led to them deciding that was the right choice. <laughs> and so I ended up becoming CEO and and then I decided to stay on after the acquisition because of the new uh, ownership group is really good. Cool. I love that. Let, <laughs> let's go back to the very beginning because you mentioned it a couple times, but I want to bring people back because it was a wild time in NFTs. Uh, first off, before even the launch, like you talked about the old clubhouse days and you talk about the founders that's JR and strawberry, right? That's who I think they are strawberry. I'm complex link. Okay. Link, uh, and crypto spaces. Yeah. There's five of them, but it was JR's idea. I believe mm -hmm. when they originated, okay. I think strawberry was the first person he brought on. And then okay. it, yeah, brought on more people. I yeah. remember strawberry's original project, strawberry.wtf, those little pixelated strawberries. You remember those? Yes. He was also part of pizza Dow too. Yeah, exactly. True, true, true. So, so when Oni launched on August 18th, it was actually just a couple of weeks after our podcast started in 2021. <laughs> it was probably the first project that 
had that meteoric rise. It launched on the 18th. By the 22nd, it was six and a half ETH. Yeah. That was it. And it was, there weren't a lot of them doing right. There weren't a lot of them doing that at that point. I was buying, that was my heavy buying and selling. So I was buying and selling and buying and selling. And and they 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 minted for 0.077, which was like 250 bucks at the time. ETH was a little bit higher. And and they went crazy. And then, like you said, it went down to as low as like a quarter ETH or 0.2 by the end of 2022. Like a lot of things were down, but all this happened. But like people should realize that Oni Force, when it dropped, it, the art was incredible. Like it was. It was different than what we've seen. They were side facing like that was a big deal even. And Mm -hmm. they were super slick and and it took over the whole space. Like it was the number one project. People, it was was like they're going to be like Bored Apes. And all these musicians were buying in. Steve Aoki was buying in. Obviously, the like there was a lot of yeah. Yeah. The real famous one, the, the Logan Paul, where there was a there was a while where every time you would search NFT news, it would be like Logan Paul seven hundred thousand dollars to ten dollars. You know, like that's what people were seeing, and that was like the only news you could find. So yep. everyone was just writing nasty articles. But that was a really special time in NFTs, and, and Only Force had a, a spot like that thing blew up. I was you were in those clubhouse rooms those days back in those days. Yeah, who who were the rooms you were in? What were the what was the crowd you were running with? Because I was I was there twenty four hours a day on Clubhouse. You know what I I damn that's so long ago now. It's like a whole different world. I yes. I've been to a lot of different rooms, and I was always more low key. Like I had my own room that was about unicorn marketing. It was all about like okay. holding office or space for like tech companies and stuff because that's where a lot of my business was. But I was jumping in spaces like more like following people like Logic or William Tong was like one of my good friends that I met mm-hmm. there. And people like Swan and um, Swan you know, Sit, yep, yeah. We had and, we had Logic on just a couple months ago. Yeah, so and I just was on a panel with him recently, which was really cool. And yeah, um, Logic's the best. Yeah, he's awesome. And and then so I kind of just hopped around and just got. I mean, I was in like so many different spaces. I can't say I was good at hanging around in like particular rooms over and over because I, I kind of have ADHD and just like jumped around in to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um Kyle Sood, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know him. He was actually in a lot of clubhouse spaces, but he's more on not the sure. not he wasn't really NFTs at that time. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think when I was in Clubhouse, it's like I was in a lot of rooms where I was the only one talking about NFTs, you know, because I was like like spreading the the virus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Let me answer one more quick question, then I'll hand it back to Jenny. Sure. I want to circle back to what you said. You were in the Discord. It was very toxic when you first got in there. You were charged with changing that vibe and changing the dynamic. How did you do that? What What do you go about to to change? You know, that is a great question. I think I'm a values based person. Like I kind of tend to just make decisions based on values. Like, does this makes sense for what I believe in. And when I looked at the Discord, I realized that the reason why it was toxic was because the founders were not good at communicating and they were not transparent and they had um, a lot of problems with like seeing and hearing people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so I realized like, kind of almost like a relationship. Like if somebody like betrays somebody like that person, if they really want to fix things, they have to like be extra transparent. They have to communicate 
extra clearly. They have to like do all these extra steps to show that they actually care. And I realized like that was going to be our thing is like just become like ultra transparent. And like even if it's not good news, like give them the bad news as opposed to like trying to hide things or like sugarcoat things. And and so I think the first one is just be like super, super honest and transparent. And then the second thing was reset expectations, because I think one of the big mistakes the founders make, made was, you know, in the beginning, they they weren't actually prepared for that level of success. And I think totally. originally, I think the only thing they actually promised was a comic book. And then very quickly, as soon as everybody's like, oh, but you got to do a metaverse and you got to do all this. And they're like, OK, we're going to do all of it, even though they didn't have any clue how to execute it. So when I came in, their roadmap was like ridiculous. And I was like, "That there's no way we could do this. And so the first thing I did was I came to the community. And I said, look, like we're blowing up this roadmap, like roadmaps are dead. Um, but out of the things in this roadmap that I think the community really expected were the frames collection, which is the second collection, and then the comic book itself. So I said, okay, these are the two more most important things that if we could deliver this on time, it will start to restore confidence and they will see that we can actually execute. So even though at the time I didn't know how we were going to do it, I was just like, okay, end of quarter one, we are doing this, right? And then like I wiped everything off the, the map and then it became this mad rush um, to deliver. But we did actually deliver on time, which I think was the first big sign to the community that under new leadership, it's like we actually like say what we mean and then we do what we say, you know, and I think that alone is key to restoring confidence. And then the third part is like actually caring about people, <laughs> like actually wanting to hear them out. And like if they say mm -hmm. something, even if it's in a toxic manner, like trying to find the essence of what they really mean, and then incorporate that into the development of the project. So, so actually, the community led a lot of the de decision making in a lot of ways. Sorry, I just wanted to add on to that, because as a community member first, at that point, as a holder, that toxicity was one of the reasons I stayed in the chat for as long as I did. And it's the reason that I like it's it's what helped me learn a lot, especially as somebody who was really new in the space, because people were asking real questions. People were asking real, like real life situations about what happened and why this happened. They were being toxic, but at the same time, their points were so valid. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, Henry, instead of like ban, ban or anything like that, or just like totally like muting them or putting them in timeout, he addressed almost every concern that I saw. And other members of the community would pop in and address the concerns. And I saw that and I was just like sitting there just like reading it, everything. And it just, it helped so much. And then him putting out everything on time, just like you said, it helped start build that trust. And people were so mean to him in the beginning. You guys like have no idea. They were <laughs> brutal. The fact that he stuck around, we're just like really grateful. <laughs> oh, you're making me emotional. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and it was a trial by fire. It was like a baptism by fire because I had never actually managed an NFT project and I had never even spent time in Discord that much, to be honest. And then to join a community and then immediately like they don't even know who you are yet, but they start like turning you into like clown face memes or like, <laughs> you know, like starting rumors about why you're there and that you're just there to like, you know, scam with the founders or do all this stuff. And I was like, what? I was like, you know, it's kind of like I went in there like super innocent and like kind of like Bambi or something. And then I have to deal with 
blow, you know? And, but again, I, I did, the reason why I endured that is I did see that the anger and the pain came from the love for the brand. It's kind of like if somebody you love fails you, it's like, there's this disappointment and this bitterness and this anger, but also there's a hope that like, if they can heal themselves, that you would like support that or, you know, be there for that. So I kind of realized like it wasn't personal because they they don't know me so like even though it was like kind of a shock and i was like oh this stuff also lives forever on the internet <laughs> you know i was like it's it's still like yuli said it's like they had good points like everything they were saying what i learned one of the first lessons i learned is actually the community is overall pretty right like they have a pretty good nose for when something is rotten or there's something off and it was just like the way they're expressing it was in a very toxic manner. <laughs> so. And at the end of everything, trauma bonding is real. I'll just say that. <laughs> you pop into the discourse like trauma bonding is real. It's true, you know, I think. And that is actually why I refused to ban. Like literally for the whole year that I was there, I personally only banned one person. And even that person, I ended up unbanning them. Like I, you know, um, definitely had my battles, but I refused to, I tried so hard not to ban people because I knew that like someday we were going to make it back. And I really wanted everybody to experience the joy of like being part of the comeback as well, right? Because for their journey to just end at like, oh, I came in when it was high and then we went low and then I got banned and kicked out. It's like, that's all I'm going to remember for the rest of their life, you know? And so I was like the saltiest person in the Discord. I was desperate for them to stay, you know, just so that like when we did have the change of ownership that they could actually experience that that pleasure as well. So I, I firmly believe out of all NFT projects currently in this space, no project has suffered this long and went like through this many like trials and tribulations. And I think like Yuli said, like if you could go through that and stay together, like there's like this kind of, it is, it becomes a family in a way where like you understand each other's pain in a way nobody else does. So you're like kind of united by that, you know? I feel that. And then at one point, in the Discord, he even had a um a salty gang role where you can even have that little salt emoji next to your Discord name. And it just like it was just like the OGs of Oni all had that role and everyone was just like, Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> and they loved it. They loved they having did. a salty role. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they wore it with pride. Exactly. I love it. Yeah, I was just going to say, Yulitra, because you were saying like, you know, you were kind of new to NFTs when you you joined the OniForce Discord and, um, and and you're still, you're first of all, your community, you're a moderator, you know, for the Discord now and you're, you're still rocking your OniForce as your PFP. Like what drew you to the project and to want to be a part of it and to continue to want to be a part of it. Honestly, seeing the effort being put in and at the end of the day, being in the Discord and seeing that people, just like Henry said, people care. The reason that they are so upset is because they truly cared. And just being the first in the space to have like the sideways facing profile, the first anime project. Um, but fun fact, when I saw it, I did not think anime at all. I thought of the gorillas band yeah. art. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I remember when people were saying that. Yes. <laughs> it was an inspiration. So she has a good eye. Because, yeah. yeah. I, I literally did not think anime, which is so weird to say. But that's fair. Just sticking around and then learning and meeting people, making actual friends, and also like being able to learn so much in such a short amount of time. 
And honestly, like the founders, they just, they, like you guys said, they had no idea what it was going to be as much as it was. And they overpromised, underdelivered, and it just spiraled out of there. So yeah, we're all human. Yeah. And that's why I try not to focus too much on their mistakes because they also like apologize like a million times for it and they still got dunked on. I think, I think the challenge is they made a lot of mistakes that a lot of projects ended up doing, but they did it early. So they got a lot of the heat for it. You know, that doesn't mean they didn't make some mistakes and they shouldn't be held accountable for them. But I think at the end of the day, I have to give them credit because when I had first came on board, I kind of interviewed each one individually and they all to a T had said the same thing to me, which is that at the end, all they really cared about was finding like the right home, somebody who was going to like actually take this thing and grow it the right way. Like they're still very proud of what they created and they know that they deserve better, you know? So it's kind of like, and they held out for that because they did suffer for that year as well. I mean, they were hated the whole time, you know what I mean? So you could imagine like how hard it is to be on Twitter, to go in spaces, to show up at events and like knowing that people are talking smack about you and treating you like you're garbage and then you still hold on to the project and behind the scenes you're doing all the work of trying to keep it going and et cetera, et cetera. So I, I think that and... And also, I just want to give a shout out to Yuli because I knew she was a keeper when she was in the Discord and she had an Oni hat and she had it stolen or lost or something when she was at school. And she literally made a lost and found sign with her hat at school. Like, I didn't even know who she was at the time. And then so I was like, this girl deserves a new hat. So like, I Mm. actually reached out to the original merch company and was like, tell me you have some hats left. And they're like, oh, we have like one hat. And I was like, send it to this person right now because like her hat back. I was like, this girl is super awesome and maybe a little crazy. But like the fact that she she did like literally put a lost and found for a hat. I was like, that's exactly the type of community member that we need to protect and make sure that they are acknowledged and seen for like who they are, you know, because that's that's our community, you know? That's incredible, Henry. You mentioned before the episode, but I- I'll reiterate, like, just so you know, she was in our Discord telling us when the frames launched. Watch Oni Force. <laughs> Everybody, Oni Force, Oni Force in our Discord. You have a superstar there. Oh, 100%. That you really do. Uh, I mean, I'd like to see her her running it one day. or, or She's going to be rising. I, I think. She is. I know she is. She's, She's already a, a boss. Like, she, yeah. I think. You know, we're we're very, very invested in her success as well. So I think you'll see more and more of her. And as she she elevates, we'll make sure that she gets the the credit. That's cool. I'm really impressed. You're going to make me cry. uh, (laughs) It's it's the truth. And you've also been such a friend of this podcast for as long as I can remember. Oh my God, I love you guys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we love you too. Always in the Discord. But I remember when Frames came out, you're like, you got to see this. It's brand new. It's something new. Nobody's done before. Like people should have really freaked out when that came out because that was something, you know, everyone was getting robbed at that point. We haven't really heard yeah. of people recently getting, I mean, knock on wood, that hasn't been a thing in the last month or so. I'll say. If our floor price was good at that time, it would have been a much more highlighted feature. Right, because, right. You know, and we're still actually going to have a lot of utility for that. But I think it's one of those things where it's like you could innovate, but if you don't have the attention, then it just kind of slips, slips by, you know. I hear that. Yeah, I'm still popping up in people's spaces and like, yo, 
this is a thing. I was on the coffee with captains like last week and they were talking specifically about Web3 and security. And I was just like, choose me. You know, I, I kept like applauding in the um, in the listener section. And then Steve noticed me and if T-Bart and he just like put me on stage and I was like, yo, guys, this is like already there, there are solutions for this. Like this is an example. And you were there, Michael, actually. Yeah, you I know, remember. I heard yeah, you you're in the, yep, yep, in the yep. But yeah, I'm trying. It is definitely a thing, like having peace of mind when you link your wallet somewhere is like unheard of in the space, at least uh, for now. If yeah. it wasn't for you, Oni would have been out of my mind. I wouldn't, even, <laughs> you know, until like, obviously it made news when the acquisition happened, but like you kept it on our mind all this time. She really did in to all of us in the, the whole discord. And you still sold. That's why she's part of the team now. I mean, I still saw, both. I know. I took a tax loss. I took a tax loss. <laughs> you still <laughs> sold Call that. Oh, man, that's messed Ooh, up. With the heat. Nice one. You got a really nice one, too. I had it for a long time. But hey, really hey, you nice know what? One. What I realized is like people suffered for so long with that asset that I don't actually hold it yeah. to anyone. Yeah. Our job is to now like, Get you excited and convince you to get back in, right? So totally, totally, yeah. So. No, that that was me. I'll be honest. Like when I did sell it, just it got to a point. I was just like, ah, it's not coming back. I was like, right. I don't know. I was like, might as well get what I could get because it was still whatever it was, like point three. You know. I wonder but, if Andy still has his. He really does. Andy. I, Andy doesn't sell anything. I can almost guarantee. It. Let's <laughs> see what he does. says. Because Andy had a Andy had multiple, didn't he? Like he was a big fan. <laughs> Andy, if you're alive, Paige. What's up? Here he goes. Here's Andy. What's oh, up? We're Andy? wondering, are you do you still have your Oni forces? And like, yeah. No, I only still... had one, and unfortunately, oh, okay. I it took the loss oh, on it. So okay, in okay. fact, <laughs> it was such a nice one. I saw when you guys oh, had no. a, oh no. A post recently. It had it featured uh, a few of them on there, and I saw mine on there. I'm like, oh my god. Hey. It reminded oh, me of like <laughs> I'll have to share what it is, but uh yeah, I miss it. I actually. will say for anyone listening, if you minted or you have had it for any period of time, there will be future benefits for a length of time held. So Ooh. I, that, Ooh, I held for a long time. I yeah, for a long time. Oh, you sold it. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> oh. Oh, whoops. Oh. yeah, it's OK. But but I'm saying like we we aren't done we've been thinking very deeply how to reward people for how long they've held, how many they hold, the traits that they hold, like all the things that matter to collectors, like mm -hmm. we're going to make sure we reward that. So um, if anybody's listening and they've held for a long time and they're still on the fence, I would say, you know, not financial advice, but it's probably <laughs> give us model, a team model. Yeah, give yeah. us a fair spot is what I'm asking <laughs> for, you know? <laughs> yeah so so and right now the floor is 0.77 so you know it's on the rise and i'm kind of curious what you guys are working on currently because i know you you kind of talked about a couple of things here and there but yeah we'd love to hear what's going Julie's on giving me the uh is the leakage you gonna have i here? support the leakage like he i does. like he loves that. the only thing yeah, like, let's get i would some pick alpha. at him more let's if i wasn't alpha. a bot alpha <laughs> let's, get let's alpha. go come on um well first of all we're we're focusing on i mean there's a lot of things we have to do because it's like with acquisition it's almost like we're i mean it's like a reboot so it's almost we're starting a new project except we have the benefit of like what was created as a foundation before but frankly for the past year like we weren't really able or you know allowed to develop much utility or like direct value that we could pass on it was more like i was just planting the seeds for it 
So right now what we're doing is like, in terms of the IP, we're, we've been working on developing that in terms of getting all the lore set. I Am Complex, the artist, has been doing a lot of work with like character designs and kind of completing like what he started and, you know, working with our partners to basically get all the story and, and you know, character stuff set and then figuring out how to develop that IP for the mass market. So, you know, and these are all things I've already publicly announced so far but it's like you know we're going to be in comic book stores all around the world so like we will be the first web3 company that has an actual distributed comic book line that any kid could walk into a store and pick it up next to a, a spider-man comic or x-men comic and that will be kind of a great initial milestone for us so we're kind of have like what we call road to comic con it's like we were the first web three project to be featured at comic con well we're going to be the first to come back with comic books and then we're going to be the first to be distributed worldwide and then that leads also to manga and you know webtoon types stuff we're going to be like all over basically and then all the all the developments that go with ip stuff so merch like we're looking at everything like statues figures clothing accessories starting to get into the leaky area now uh de developing for <laughs> for uh other forms oh hey what's a puppy other forms of media uh which you know the timing i'm not sure that's why i hesitate it's like this year for sure we're going to be focusing on a lot of physicals and stuff like that and then we've been developing uh, really cool programs, actually, that that are more to expand the brand worldwide and create networks. Um, so we have, like, for instance, like a, a Oni Club, like Club Oni that we're creating, which is basically like a network of chapters of clubs where the point is to actually just grow the Web3 network and network and mix mix it up with other projects and founders and stuff like that and collectors so you're going to see us appearing in all sorts of territories in asia and things like that on all over the world um and really the mission is not just to develop our own project but to help lead the adoption of nfts in the real world and connect nft projects together because we're still a very fragile early industry and i think it's important for us to be like set an example and then you know we're, we have a lot of projects and people we're collaborating with and we're going to be dropping like different types of uh, activations and then really focusing on elevating the brand because the thing is that we were known as like the high art PFP projects. So we naturally attract like a certain level of caliber of artists and talent to our brand. So we want to turn ourselves into a home for artists where we really like, you know, like for instance, when I was growing up, like reading comic books, like if you were an artist for like Marvel, let's say, and you got to draw Spider-Man or X-Men, that's like, like the Mecca, right? Like you, it's like a badge of honor to be like, an artist on those titles and a lot of artists grow up like dreaming to to be an official artist so i think we want to create that same level of respect and where it's like if you're a web 2 or web 3 artist and you want to really grow your career and your network then only force is probably the place you want to start at because we're going to give you like our resources that's why we started a 50 ETH artist fund to like give grants to artists and help them like advance their careers we have like a artists in residence program and we're going to be like taking an active role in helping to develop artist careers and bring them more opportunity create sustainability for artists in the space and so we'll be kind of launching our own open agency around that where we'll be representing people 
And then, yeah, just kind of like, I also think like fun is a utility. So like, we're going to start rolling out a lot of cool things that are very holder centric utility and values where it's like, we're going to start really, really rewarding people for holding Onis. And and uh, yeah, it's going to be I, basically what we want is we want to create a place where it's like so fun, like you might come for the opportunity or the the price action or floor price but you're gonna want to stay for like the community and the experience that you get out of it that's that's what we're really trying to build yeah yeah and yeah shout out to yulich's dog in the background (laughs) we just see this giant fluffy dog that is just so cute Yes, distracting us. He is. He is yeah. pretty cute. She's literally yeah. laying on a pillow. He or look she, at I'm not sure. I know her. Oh, oh. So, so sweet. So sweet. <laughs> is it public who purchased Oni Force? Yeah. Who is it? Uh, it's a. It's actually a group purchase. So it's led by um, a fund called OFR, which stands for Old Fashioned Research, uh, which is put together by the ex CFO of Binance and the Binance Labs team. So they are pretty incredible. Um, not not just from a resume standpoint, but they're actually really awesome people. Like I think the only reason why I stayed is because their values are very much aligned with mine. But uh, Wei is the head of that. Um, he was the CFO of Binance, and he basically created Binance Labs. And as Wizard of Soho tweeted, uh, Binance Labs was like literally the greatest M&A group in crypto history. Like they've had hundreds of acquisitions and have made billions of dollars for for Binance. And um, Wei himself was CFO of two companies that IPO'd. So like his ability to scale a brand and know what it takes to go from like zero to like billions of dollars in value is like, I don't think, I don't think there's any actual ownership group in this space right now that has that same resume for NFT projects. And then also Goltra, who's the COO of Yield Guild Games, which is the biggest like gaming guild for uh, crypto also came from Binance too. And then myself and, uh, and William Tong are also part of the ownership group. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a really good group. But the main thing is that, you know, aside from their resumes, which are huge, they are actually like cool people. Like I'm, I'm, I drunk texted way like during NFT <laughs> to tell him how much I love working for him because like, it's like, he's a master. So, and his, our values are very aligned actually. Like, um, and I've told this before, but it's like, in at one point I wasn't sure if I wanted to stay, you know, like after the acquisition, cause I was, you know, I have a lot of opportunity. And then I was like, he had sent this email about how he really wants Oni Force to be positive and like be represent hope and light and opportunity for the space. And then he kind of like ended the email just saying love is love, you know? And I was like, oh, that that's my guy. Like I can get behind that. Like, you know, like he is like kind of like this whole spiritual element to him, which I think is incredible because what i learned is like your values affect your company your brand like it always trickles down and so i think for him to come from a place of positivity was what i needed to know to decide to stay you know like because you know other people that pitched us were just like more focused on the the monetary opportunity or like you know blah 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 and it's like this guy knows how to make billions of dollars, but he also is focused on like making sure everybody's super happy. And and he's very focused on the community. That's why he, he actually 
referred to it as a community buyout. It's like when they were figuring out the value of the brand, it wasn't just about trade volume or, you know, mint, that sort of stuff. It was really about like the value of the community. And so definitely shout out to the community because I think they're the ones that showed him that there was real value to this project because they were so dire. I mean, you have people like Yuli putting like, you know, lost, lost and found signs of their like hat mm-hmm. only hats. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's worth money to, to people, you know, that's like, you can't buy that kind of love, you know, like, I think it's something that, that either exists or doesn't. So, so yeah, we've got a great ownership group. Now, when people ask me how I'm doing, I'm like, every day I'm living the dream, you know, like, awesome. I, yeah. Hey. Uh, how much did that, how much did it end up selling for? That I can't say yet. I think maybe at I some was trying to get the tea. Yeah, that's I, a good I knew that wasn't like, like, like so yeah. much. <laughs> that, that was a good. That was a good question. I I guess like one point five. <laughs> I was trying to guess how much. More than and that, blink twice a little more than that because I know Pudgies went. Pudgies went for two point five, so maybe it's around around oh. that. You can blink twice if I'm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we're getting into that. I gotta be super careful. <laughs> I think, I think okay, if just... you're not allowed to talk, we'll, we'll move yeah, on. Yeah. Well, I think at some point, you know, I wouldn't mind, but I was kind of asked not to share it at this point. Just there's plenty of legitimate reasons not to share it at this point, but yeah. um, I will just say that it was very fair and very competitive. So mm-hmm. I think, um, and I will say one thing though to credit the founders is they did not sell for the highest dollar amount, actually. Like they, they did actually prioritize finding the right team. There were some people that just started like when it got really like heated, just started like throwing money at it and being like, we'll do this. And it's like, well, but your vision still isn't what we're looking for. So, you know, I, I do have to give a shout out to the founders for making the right choice and not. That's cool. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like I've learned so much today about Oni Forest. Like, and also, that's amazing. You guys are coming out with physical stuff. The comics, like that, sounds sick. Um, knowing that the the new ownership is are basically legends from Binance. Like, I didn't know any of this stuff. So, yeah, yeah this was awesome. Awesome to learn about. Are you um, bullish? Need to do a better job of telling I'm everyone. Bullish. Bullish. <laughs> bullish. <laughs> bullish. Let's go. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Michael, we have some rapid fire questions. Should we or no, they're not called that. What are we calling them? Right. We have right. We have a we have a new segment. This is gonna be the first time that we're doing it. It's called Gas Wars because I'm full of hot air. So <laughs> what what we're basically gonna do, we're gonna go back and forth. We're gonna so I'll ask a, a question and I want a quick answer. So we'll do a quick answer from Alicia, a quick answer from Henry. And then generally ask a question. We're going to have five each. This is our first time. So we're going to see how it goes. It's kind of an experiment. It's called Gas Wars, our new segment. Let's go. Okay, I'm nervous. Let's go. (laughs) So so you guys ready? We'll we'll try and do it quick. All right. So I'll ask my question. We'll get Elytra, Henry, and then generally ask our question. Elytra, Henry, me, and we'll go five real quick. I don't even know what kind of questions you have. I'm scared. I don't (laughs) don't know what kind of questions you have. My first one, apes or punks? Apes. Eight. Oh, yes. oh, we're on the same page. <laughs> Jenny, favorite blockchain besides I, No, whatever, whichever. <laughs> besides ETH. Uh, go I'm going to vote still ETH because I just haven't had enough time to explore others, but I'm sure there will be something because like Polygon sponsored everything at NFT NYC last year. So, hmm. and the Starbucks yeah. Odyssey is there. I'm going to say ETH with 
I'm also a Bitcoin maxi and I'm also I also oh. like Polygon and AVAX. So I just cheated. Um, also, <laughs> nice. also shout out That's to Mutable X. Shout he's, out a poli- to he's a politician. Let's He's a big CEO. Favorite favorite movie. Uh Pulp Fiction. Nice. Coraline. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know why my mind uh, went there. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. First NFT you ever owned. Long necky lady 2105. Oh my god. That is embarrassing. <laughs> I think it was some project called like Junior Punks or so it was some like awful derivative. Crypto thing. baby punks? No, it was <laughs> like um, Crypto junior... Baby Punks was a good one. That was a good no, one. No, Crypto Baby Punks is fine. No, it was some one <laughs> where was like just totally FOMO'd the wrong way and was like, oh, like, you know, yeah. Wait, Yulicha, what was yours? The Long Necky Lady 2105. Oh, I think. Nice, that's right. That's nice. right. Yeah. Wow, you remember the number? That's good. I do. I look her up every now and then. I'm like, I want her back. Yeah. But now that I said that, I don't know. <laughs> real per- real holder there. All right. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Multiple man. I'll do more work. Hey. Uh, I would want to be able to stop time just because I don't have enough of it. So like, transportation <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Buddy. Early bird or night owl? Night owl. I would like to say I'm an early bird, but I think it's the latter. I think it's like if it gets late enough, then it's early. <laughs> That's All a right. total degen Fair. answer. Fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Favorite hobby outside of Web3? Uh, comic books? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You and Andy I... would get along. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have one. That's very sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Walk, walking your Spend, dog? Yeah, spending time with my babies. And you have a cat. That's a oh good hobby. And you have a cat too. as well. That's a, I have two I have a, other ones over there. <laughs> oh, really? I have a black cat too. They're the best. I saw the tail. Yeah. I know. My little Daria. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, it's my turn, right? Cats or dogs? This ties in, I guess. Ooh. I grew up a dog person. My ex turned me into a cat person. So oh. I still like both. I always liked both in the beginning. I lean more dogs and now I lean more cats. So, yeah. She thinks she's a cat. No, yeah. she thinks she's a cat. She she actually loaf because of, <laughs> she grew up with cats. Aww. So I'm a cat, honestly. Yeah, team cat, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> My final question is: What is the next NFT meta? Ooh. Um, that's a hard one, Michael. <laughs> that's a tough one. I know that's a loaded question. I think honesty and integrity is the next meta. All right. In this space, we'll see. I know. I'm just wishful thinking. Wow. Actually, it's, it's it's me trying to be positive. Uh, yeah. What I actually I keep saying this to my friend, and and everybody thinks I'm stupid, but I think one of the next meta is people are going to start paying people to mint. What Whoa. project did I that? See Who that. did that? That was uh oh, was that Cibal? Um, Cibal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. had her on. Yeah, she yep. paid people to mint. Like 0.01. Everyone that minted it's got 0.01. Yeah. I think. Maybe not the next meta, but I could see brands coming in and being like, we want user acquisition. We normally spend like 20 to to $100 to get somebody. So how about we pay you to mint this and then incentivize you to hold it? Like, I Brilliant. Think I like that. Yeah. That, yeah. That's one meta I think I could see happening. I really like the um, Izu concept when I first heard about it. It's the secondary to psychedelics anonymous, if my memory serves yep. me right. They have like yep. a where to earn like a wear loyalty program for what they're doing. It's mm. been a minute since I checked in, but I when I read about it, I thought that was really cool because they could like literally track your loyalty and reward you for it, like in a digital and a like digital aspect. And I thought that was really cool. Oh, totally. Mm. Yeah. 
Actually, I will add one more idea to that. I think the next meta is also like creating complete points-based reward systems for everything that we do to create better incentives and track people's like behavior and stuff. I think that's probably... Yep. <laughs> you need to like Starbucks Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. That's really what they're yeah. doing. <laughs> no, I think that is a, definitely a meta that's underway that hasn't, we haven't seen it launched properly yet, but I think that's, that is where we're headed. You're totally right. There's actually a lot of projects I've started noticing are diving into that a little bit. Rug Radio, they're giving you stuff when you list, when you, you actually have to listen, you get the password, you go, you can mint an NFT. Mm-hmm. Like, Projects are tracking how much you post about them and things like that. That's definitely coming. That's yeah. a good point. Sam Enzo yeah. did that with his podcast. Um, he was on your guys' show as well. Yeah. I remember yeah. he had a special word. Okay. Jenny did a panel with him uh, last weekend. Yeah, Miami. Yeah, it was cool yeah. to meet him in person. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll pick a more because you picked, you know, okay. My last <laughs> one because I have a bunch here. Okay. Let's go. What's a book that changed your life? Uh, I recently read a book called Untethered Soul. It's a book. It really helps explain how like we're going through this experience. And a lot of times we have trauma or uh, suffering because we're very attached to our identities and the idea that like our experiences like are, um, are us, but actually like we're just we're just experiencing the things that happen, but that doesn't mean it is us. Right. So a lot of times we create these narratives that like, Oh, if you fail, you're like, I'm a failure, but actually you're not a failure. You just experienced a failure, you know, like there's a difference, but really the message of it is like learning to let go of things and just let them be for what they are and just experience it. So it's, it's kind of like a little spiritual book, but I, it actually helped me a lot in terms of realizing that, um, we all have these narratives in our head and we kind of dictate our happiness based on that narrative. And we need to kind of let it go because it's just more about like understanding good or bad. It's just a moment that we're experiencing. So that was a really good book. Okay. Yulicha, what about you? I I can't follow that. That was really good. (laughs) (laughs) She's like the untethered soul. She's like, I read this book called Untethered Soul. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Uh I think I'll just, if I had to choose, I I choose a person, actually. It was one of my professors. Mm -hmm. And shout out to him, Professor Mark Janis in BMCC. Just the way that he taught life and approach everything. Um, I have like a communications degree. And he's just like amazing amazing cool cool all right you you guys made this first gas wars smooth <laughs> thank you for participating in our first segment that was, that was good michael it was, it was good it. i know i think that's fun. a good segment so should we, do, we have to do different questions every time right yeah we'll do well we don't we could do it or every some, one, but, some yeah. could be similar i might ask everybody really apes apes or punks is a good one <laughs> That is, a is a very good one it kind of reveals yeah. like what do you value more you know right like, um mm. i for for me it's the community that goes with the apes i think is kind of like yeah you guys both said apes yeah yeah not blowing, <laughs> not blowing smoke up my butt i hope not biased at all with my ape pfp here but right, right. <laughs> apes, apes or punks apes or punks well i don't want to fade punks i would say no nah, no way you know, they're they have their different value props but for me it's like 
I'm in this for the community, you know? So it's like, I think apes have proven themselves as an incredible community. So it's like, I would love to be in that myself, you know? So that's that's probably why I said apes. (laughs) (laughs) Let me in. <laughs> oh man! As long yeah. as you don't leave Oni, that's it. Never, never. Oni was always my first love. Always be. This is how good Yuli is. She's the she is the most real. I'll, I'll ground you back. Yeah, she's she will keep me in check. So, um, yeah, no, but I I appreciate you guys. <laughs> yeah, what a good time, Henry. I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed with all of your answers, your vision. You well, seem you. like a good dude, and I, right. I do hope I get back into Oni Force at some point soon. I'd love to be part of the community, and I'm either way, I'm going to be watching, and I won't be able to not Wait, watch. Do, do all have... of you guys don't have Oni? None of you? Mm-mm. No. We so don't. If, I were, if I were to hypothetically gift each of you an Oni, would you? Yes! Would you hold it? I'm in here, too. Hypothetically, yeah, I would have it. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm the ultimate... Hodler, first of all, so you yeah. know that. He is. Me, She's so. still holding poodles. She's like a diehard <laughs> fan. Still holding she my cool cat. Still holding. If I send you guys an Oni and you are not still holding it by this time next year, then I'm going to be. We very have to bring sad. you back. We'll bring you yeah, back. In yeah, year. we'll bring you back. There'd be no reason to sell. You give us one, that'd be awesome. <laughs> okay, you know what? Hell yeah, that'd be sick. And I'm only doing oh, this God. for Yuli because she genuinely loves your pot. It's like she, li- oh. she literally oh God, sends me episodes and like, listen to this episode. And like, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to gift all of all three of you. Wow. A, but, but I want to be back on here next year and let's yeah. do a recap. Yeah, and, and see awesome. see how we're doing as a project, and hopefully we've given you enough reason to keep keep hodling. So that's incredible. Dang, Andy that's sending a heart. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this Andy's is not like... an offer for other podcasts, so please do not. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, have a podcast. So yeah, nice. Henry on. In fact, yeah, I, now I feel guilty. Like there's other podcasts I really enjoyed being on, but they're probably gonna be like, "Wait a second, <laughs> wait a damn minute, yeah." <laughs> got myself in trouble, but uh, either wow. way, like it's it's all good. Uh, uh, so, uh, that's amazing. Well, that's a gift yeah, because of you. Yeah, it's so wow, wow. Yuli, thank you, Yuli. Wow. You made this happen. You made I, I did nothing. I have no idea. I swear <laughs> to God, this is all Henry. <laughs> this is a first, right, Michael? Yeah. This is yeah. like this is a monumental moment. Yeah. This is a monumental moment. I I said I was impressed. I'm even more impressed. That's <laughs> really nice. It's really nice. Honestly, I mean, like, it's really, really nice. And there'd be no reason to sell. Like, we'll Good. have it. I'm gonna make sure you don't have a reason. Out. Yeah. If yeah. you do sell, no, no. it'll it'll mean something went horribly wrong. And so right, right. I'm not gonna allow that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Can't sell for a year anyway because of the short term. Capital yeah. gains, getting yeah. free. It doesn't really make doesn't really make sense. Oh now God. we know who the businessman is of the group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but but all seriousness, it's been so fun. And and again, I've heard this has been great, great this has things been great. about you. So uh I think and then that way you could also again, we're about to start rolling out all the perks. So you probably want to hold one and you could start experiencing like the joy of being Ooh, a thousand percent, thousand percent. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm just going to drop because I this is the biggest platform I've been on so far, even with the spaces. But mint your freaking frames, you guys. Seriously. <laughs> Go to the yeah. website, mint your frame. It's recall. Once you guys have you re- it, Once it. you have the Oni, you recall the frame and it comes to yeah. you, right? Yeah. It's two for one deal. It's actually three for yeah. one. You get a Genesis, you get a frame, and you get a comic book token. So you're, and which wow. means you read the comic book and later on you'll be able to redeem it for a physical. So I just think that it's it's a lot of, 
like there's and it's just the beginning like there'll be a lot of cool stuff tied to it that's really special man henry that's awesome that's awesome dude okay that's awesome okay we'll have to connect after this you guys make sure you're following them on twitter first of all star lordy s-t-a-r-l-o-r-d-y-f-t-w on twitter that's henry's twitter and then Ulyta's twitter is u-l-y-t-r-a underscore e-t-h okay so there we go folks we'll link it in the show notes as well but sometimes you gotta spell it out because people don't click on the links (laughs) anyway (laughs) all right this has been an amazing episode thank you all for tuning in and we'll catch you all on the next one thank you thanks everyone peace Thank you for tuning in to the NFT Catcher Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about the exciting world of NFTs. If you enjoyed today's episode, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you really love what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and review on your favorite platform. If you want to stay up to date with the latest news and insights from the NFT space, be sure to follow us on all the socials at NFT Catcher Pod. You can follow Jennifer at Jennifer underscore pseudo and Michael at NFTicket. I'm your producer, Andy, and I'm at AJC254. Our theme song's by It's Just Los. We always appreciate your feedback and support, which helps us reach more people and bring you informative and engaging content about NFTs. We look forward to bringing you more great NFT content in future episodes. Thanks for listening. Peace.